Hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. <laughs> Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this out. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's mini-sode of A Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And thank you guys so much for joining us another week. We appreciate it as always. Welcome! Yay! And we're so excited to be bringing a brand new mini-sode this week and ready for some fun. But before we get started, Aaron, please let the listeners know what a mini-sode is. A mini-sode is a smaller version of our full-length episode. We just take one piece of our regular episode and we spend some time digging a little deeper into it. And that's a mini-sode. And that's a mini-sode. So this week, the portion that we're going to be taking from our full-length episode is... What are you watching? And I'm super excited about this (laughs) because I don't know about the rest of y'all. I only know about Charlemagne at this point, but... I have been watching Girlfriends since it came out on the 18th, right? Yeah, something like that. Yes. And I am already on season two. And I mean, I really should be further along, but I've been taking some breaks because there are other things that I've been watching, like Umbrella Academy, which I finished that yesterday. We can talk about that season two. Season two. Yes, I'm done. I'm all caught up. It was good, man. I'm ready for the... Yeah, season two was good. I'm ready for the next season. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and I can't wait to see... I know we're not talking about this, but let me just... Side note, I can't wait to see where they're going to go next season. Because you said, this is the the Sparrow Academy. What? What? Setting? I mean, yes. How, like... I can't wait to see the evolution of some of their powers. We saw a little bit with Diego. Diego and um, Five. Which Five is my... Man, Five... I think Five might be my favorite. Anyway, yes. So... I've been watching other things, so that's why I'm not further along with Girlfriends, but I am in season two, I believe episode 13, and y'all know I pressured Aaron into watching (laughs) because I felt like some of the episodes were so great that we could have topics from multiple episodes at this point, and so I wanted Aaron to watch so we can kind of discuss it, and here we are, ready to discuss. I spent my Saturday doing it, getting caught, well, whatever day this is, whatever day this is we're recording, watching. It's Sunday. (laughs) It's Sunday. I spent the last two days doing it. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, so one, let's start with, do you feel like Girlfriends now is different from Girlfriends back High school, college. We were in high school, like high school, college. Yeah, girlfriends went on for eight years, right? It's eight seasons. Yes. Premiered Does it still September hold up 11th. for you? Premiered on September 11th. Wow, 2000. Wow, 2000. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. Sorry, what's the question? Sorry, I just got caught up now thinking about how long ago that was. So does girlfriend still hold up for you now in two, in 2020 when you watching it? Yes, yes, girlfriend holds up, but I also wasn't looking at girlfriends like the way I'm looking at it now. What do you think? Yes, so I was a girlfriends fan back then. I fell off toward the end of girlfriends. I want to say somewhere after Tony left the show, it's probably where I left the show too. 
I can't really remember too much after that. But I have been having a great time rewatching it. Like I have been so giddy and watching them and really like taking some of like what's going on, taking some of these episodes, like really evaluating. And as I do kind of comparing it to my real life and, you know, what I would do in those type of situations, blah, blah, blah. One of the reasons that I loved Girlfriends because Tony and Jones relationship reminded me of me and my best friend's relationship or one of my best friend's relationships. Um, I will say now that I'm older, I, I cannot compare us to them anymore because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tony was just, Tony and John were on some different shit and we are definitely not them. However, I have been told that I was Maya. I, I keep hearing that, but that's fine. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's just, yeah. So yes, to answer your question, it definitely still holds up for me. It's definitely still a good show that, I'm loving to rewatch and get back into that world. So, yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite character? Do I have a favorite character? No, I don't think there's one that I like over the other. Nah, nah, nah. Well, let me tell you, William is my favorite. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. There is something about William that has me weak every time he is in the scene. I don't know what it is. He's like... I don't know. I just, I love his, like, the character of William. You know, he's, like, a smart dude. He's corny, though. Like, but I like corny. But that's cute to me. Like, I don't mind. (laughs) I don't mind corny. Like, I don't know what that is. Like, I'd rather someone like that than somebody who thinks that. And William is just, you know. No, William is what? (laughs) He's just not, you know, he's he's just, he's, oh, he's not that. Like, he's corny. Like, William is corny. (laughs) But hilarious and lovable and a, just a good guy to me i wonder if william's corny well to answer to like think about what you just said or piggyback off of that i wonder if william's corny across the board or if he's appears corny in that setting like we don't oh. obviously get to, the show is not centered around william so we don't get to see what happens outside of them but i wonder if he's right genuinely because william when he was when he's working like that episode with the thing that we were talking about earlier like when oh, William's yes. on it at work, he's on it. He doesn't seem like he's on the other it. sort of like when William gets serious, there you go. It and let me like let me clarify sleep. corny too though. Like corny when I say William is corny, like his jokes be corny. Like like the like sometimes the way he uh responds to a situation is corny. Okay. But okay. William yes, but William, like I you know, I mentioned intelligence or the smartness first because I mean intelligence, yes. Because William is smart to me. Like I love how he handles himself at work. Now I was mad at him in that episode with him and Joan, but I appreciated what he said. Like what he said was very true as far as trying to also trying to reach a certain level, like as a black man in this company. So, you know, a couple of my friends have said that, you know, they don't see the excitement. Like it's just not the same to them, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like you just really got to push past season one, which to me, season one was good. Like there were a lot of good moments in season one too that are there now. But I think, you know, for certain people, sometimes you just got to push by, push through. There was a lot in season one. Yeah, actually. I I thought so too. One of the things I want to get into I guess from kind of season one, but also season two, I want to get into the dude that Joan was dating, the sex addict. I can't think of his name right now. What was his Sean, name? Sean is his name. Sean. On the show. Sean, bitch ass. Who also? Oh, plays I know Remy who he is Queen in real Sugar. life. Oh, <laughs> he plays who? He plays Remy on Queen Sugar. Oh, okay. Sean, man, dude, you pissed me off. Let's let me just get into it. You pissed me off with the breakup. Like I thought that was so petty. So just for a little background. 
Joan is dating this guy. He's a sex addict. They end up making the relationship work despite Joan and her many hangups. We're going to talk about that too because that's something also that I noticed about Joan, but whatever. He gets a job in another state. Was it New York? Yes, I think he got a job in New York. They're based in LA. So at first they're trying to hold long distance thing and they miss each other, you know, especially physically. So Joan goes to see him in New York. And when she first gets there, they're talking about, well, he starts bringing up like how he wants her to relocate pretty much. He wants her to move to New York and be with him there. She tells him no, like she's not ready for that because she has her pretty much her whole life in LA. And this nigga gonna say, I'm gonna need you to get a hotel room for the night. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Sir, if I don't stay with you tonight, I'm not staying in New York tonight, okay? that's I'm getting back on the flight and I'm going back to LA, period. Like, <laughs> I just thought that was so premature and petty. And why didn't we, why was there not a, why was there not an adult conversation, okay? That's not how you handle things, Sean. It seemed like you were just looking for a way to get out of the relationship, which I also understand some of the things he said about being a sex addict or whatever. And how this was the best thing to happen to him, him going to New York pretty much. But sir, your girlfriend just came to see you from LA and y'all haven't even been together that long for her, in my opinion, for her to revamp her whole life and pick up and move. Now I'm pretty sure that there are some people that would do that. And if it's worth it, go for it, sis or bro, do do you. But for me, I'm good. Like, I just, no. Like, I'm not going to pick up and, like, nah. If I can just drop my shit like that and go, what, I mean, what, what did I have going on? And then let's, let's think about age. Anyway, I don't know. Cause I'm going to go on a rant about that. Cause Joan is what? 29, 30. Like she is, I mean, she is 29. established where she, okay. Yeah. She's 29 at that point. She's established where she is. Like, why should she have to just drop everything and move for you? Nah, nah. You know, when I watch shows like this, I feel like I really learn a lot about myself relationship-wise. And thank God Robin has already locked it down because I don't know where I would be. But I'm pretty sure I would be single. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would be single because I look at some of this shit like, I'm not doing that. I wouldn't put wouldn't up with that. Single. I'm not going through that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, how'd you feel about that situation? Like, that's just, I mean, that was... I know one thing that I definitely wanted to talk about up here. How did you feel about it? I, I thought that the breakup was partly selfish from the perspective that Joan flew all the way there for him to then boom her with all of these things that he was feeling. I felt like he, I felt like he could have told her that before she got on the plane, right? Like they could have had a right. different interaction face-to-face because right. I'm not even sure if she would have not gone had he had told her that the way Joan be operating sometimes she might have gone just so she could have a face-to-face conversation with him to try to work things out right like that is almost in Joan's nature in a sense when mm-hmm. at least in this instance when she thinks something should go a certain way when it doesn't she questions she tries to figure out why she tries to change and shift right the direction of it and so to me I felt like he could have told her that he could have had that conversation with her beforehand and she was, probably still would have went that would have felt more comfortable. All the all that phone sex. She was thinking that the phone sex mm-hmm. was going to be real sex. And no. <sighs> Man. No. Which is such a disappointment. Don't build <laughs> me up. In, don't build me up with phone sex just to not really give it to me. I am a person that is not against phone sex. Let me say it that way. 
<laughs> I am definitely not against phone sex, but there has to be a limit on phone sex. At a certain point, I'm going to need physical. And if you're not going to give me physical, then don't waste my damn minutes with this phone sex. And I ain't even got minutes no more, but you know what I mean? Like, just don't <laughs> waste my time. But anyway, so that pissed me off for Joan too. I've said that to say, like, I felt her pain with that one. I wrote down with the Sean character. The question I asked was, was Sean wrong for not wanting Joan to go to 847 again? And I'm was glad William you that right? That's a- and, and, I, and I wrote down, William was right for questioning why Joan even told Sean about them having that one kiss. Right. Bruh. I, again, I love William. I love his perspectives. Anyway, Joan should not have told him. I, I wouldn't have told him. And nothing came of it. It wasn't that deep. To me, it's something that I just would have kept to myself. Because why create an insecurity for Sean? And now look, now he's telling you, you can't go to your favorite restaurant. And you put in a position of not wanting to, you know disrespect your boyfriend or whatever or not wanting to make it not even disrespect not wanting to make him feel insecure not putting him in an insecure position by going to your favorite restaurant but also being put you being put in a position of letting him control you because that's pretty much what's happening like now he's putting his foot down you can't go here no more i'm sorry what <laughs> like you don't pay none of these bills in this house. You don't even pay for my meal at 8.47. You're not going to tell me I can't go to 8.47. Again, this is how I know I would be single if I wasn't married because <laughs> I don't know who's going to put up with my shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. So, but I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I kind of want Joan to run away with dude. Um, I can't think of his name from 8.47. The owner. Davis. Davis. I just, I like them together and I like Davis and I like Davis better than I like Sean. And I was clearly right for that because Sean was a sucker. Sean was, we've already found our burger is Sean. Yeah. (laughs) Even though his was, I mean, well, no. Sean was around for a while though. He could be the burger. He could be burger. I think if I was Joan, I wouldn't have told. I mean, cause there just was really no point in telling. And all it did was create an insecurity in Sean and issues between them. Mm. And so, no, William was not wrong either for giving her the advice that she should have kept her mouth shut. If anything, she should have talked to William in the first place. Because look at that great advice he gave. (laughs) People just love blowing up their own spot. Okay, here's another situation from season one that, well, I guess it's season one, end of season one going into season two. Okay, so we all know that the whole Tony, Greg, Clay thing, right? Yes. That whole triangle entanglement. Do you think that she should have accepted Clay's proposal and stuck with him? Or do you think she should have just went back to Sean because of love? I mean, not Sean, but Greg for love. And also, um, oh, wait, no, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to the second question. Just answer that one now. The second question is, is not about those people. Okay. That first question is not an easy one to answer because I think that points could be made for why she should have said yes to Clay and stuck with it and why Clay should have never even been in the picture and she should have been working things out with Greg. Finances <laughs> and relationships and marriages are important, at least from what I'm told. They play a greater level of importance than what people try to make out in the beginning. Oh, yes. Or at whatever juncture. And so I think Greg's financial problems from Tony's perspective were real, were real for her. And, mm-hmm. But I also, having re- having watched this now, think that Clay really did like her. Clay really was trying. Like, Clay wasn't a player. He wasn't trying to. He was really no, trying yeah. to. Inv- like, he liked Tony. He wanted to build with Tony. He loved Tony. Like, whatever. He yeah. was all those things with Tony. So when I look at it now, I go... If she had chose Clay, I would not have had a problem with it because he seemed genuinely into her. She seemed genuinely into him based on what she values. Let me ask another part of a question with 
this is not the original question that I was going to ask, but as you were talking about this, is some part of Greg selfish for keeping Tony from being with someone else? Because just as well, I mean, just as much as Tony knew Greg and his finances when they got together, Greg also knew what type of person that Tony was and what she needed in life as far as in a relationship and finances and stuff like that. So if he knew that he couldn't provide that to her or that he was not ready to provide it to her in the way in which she wanted, should he have just moved out the way and not wasted her time? He tried. He let's tried? Not, let's not remember. How she, so? She hired him to come over. He told her, I'm not here to just do this, that, and the third for you. This is what I'm He about. said, I'm not just here for sex. Like, I'm he not didn't just want here for just sex. sex. You're not just going to use me the way you've used me in the past. Like, this is not going to go the same way. She presented herself to him and threw herself at him as if she was this completely different person compared to what they were before. I, I would almost agree with you if this was like a continuation of their relationship, right? Like, if we were seeing them months and months into it, they had had a break. They, had, they were no longer together, and the run into each other then led to all these other things. And it was at that point that she was pleading her case for being a different Tony. And so I don't but know if he But it didn't take him away. long to see. Yeah, I think he should have. I don't know if he should have walked away. More so, she should not have thrown herself at him knowing that she was still the same Tony and he was still the same Greg that were the problems when they first broke up. Then they were both I selfish. I don't, fault I, think, the I, person, mean... I don't fault the person that... I, this is me right now, and I reserve the right to change my mind as i say but i don't fault the person who was in who had who was in love with someone who wanted to build with someone who had their heart broken when the person mm-hmm. that they were all those things with comes back and presents themselves or tries to portray themselves as to be someone different like for the the other person receiving that that almost is like a second chance a blessing in disguise like god sent you back to me like this really was like this could this really was meant to be mm. you we, we just needed to break from each other in order for you to go get yourself together and maybe i needed to get myself together now that we're here i don't fault him for wanting to give it another shot because she presented an enticing sort like she 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 appealed to him okay we know okay. that tony was the I'm... same but he didn't know that and but how every... long did it take him to see that she was and you know at that point dude i think you just gotta cut your losses and move on because tony wasn't gonna change and he wasn't give like i know that he may have wanted to give tony the things that she wanted because she didn't need it but wanted but it just seemed like you know he I just would have let that go if I was Greg. So maybe he wasn't selfish. Maybe he was a little naive for thinking that she, you know, Mm. was changed and could change, you Mm. know? Because, I mean, she showed him not too long after they started messing around that she she was still the same Tony. Did she show him or did she show us? No, she showed him because, remember, they were still having arguments about finances. And she was buying him. Remember, she bought him that expensive-ass sweater and he was pissed off about that or whatever. And then she got upset about the, the paint that he got on her duvet, which is a whole other thing because, sir, don't mess up yes, my nice okay. shit just because you don't value it the same way that I do. Okay, so my other question was going to be at the end of episode, I'm sorry, at the end of season one, we see that, you know, Tony has broken up with Greg, well, Greg broke up with Tony. She finds out that Joan was the one who told him about Clay, the cheating or whatever. And then it ends and we see Tony half naked on Joan's couch with Sean standing there. And basically we can tell that it looks like Tony tried to sleep with Sean. Mm-hmm. In season two, we see, you know, Joan, what happens or whatever. And Joan seemingly forgives Tony. Would you have forgiven Tony? Yes. Really? Yes. Huh. Given what okay, had, well, given what had, given what was going on? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, well, all my friends out there, do not try to sleep with Robin. I will not forgive you. Like, that is <laughs> not... I, that's unforgivable. I don't give You're a shit. You're talking about a wife what versus I accidentally told. a versus a boyfriend. You're talking about a wife versus a boyfriend. I don't care. You're talking about Even if it is a boyfriend. Months. Come There's on. Differences. Come on. If you're gonna put the nah. same weight on a few months versus your marriage, I mean, I don't. But but we're also we're, you're you're talking about a few months with my boyfriend. But how long have I been friends with you? To me, that's unforgivable for you to think that that's a good way to get back at me after we've been friends for so long over a mistake that I made. You don't get because to dictate how be someone cl- chooses to get back at you. You don't get to decide. Oh, how you don't get. Oh, you, you're right. You. You're right. You're right. And and they don't get to decide if I'm going to still be their friend or not. I'm not forgiving that. I don't care if me and my girl been dating for two months and my best friend of twenty some years gets mad at me and decides that she's going to try to sleep with my girlfriend because of a mistake that I made. We're not friends anymore. Like that. Like you're you're you showing me a right. level. Like you're. Right. I mean, you're right. But you are intentionally showing me disrespect over something that I did mistakenly. I don't know. I can't get with that one. I can't get with that one. Yes. Joan made a mistake. But everything that happened afterwards was intentional. And let's not forget that. She made a mistake by telling Greg. But her decision to not tell Tony right away, her decision to take her, her decision to try to do the same thing that What's the Face did to Arabella for that whole goddamn season, which was comfort and confuse her instead of just owning up to how you contributed to the shit to the, let me not do that owning your contribution to what is going on so that's I get intentional that. i could see I don't, I, that is intentional because and again to me that's still intentional because i'm trying to spare your feelings again because i don't want to be the one that has hurt you and then i know it's going to hurt you even more to know that i was unintentionally the source of the pain that you're in and then but you're going to intentionally do something to hurt me like i don't know hurt people I hurt people <laughs> yes they do <laughs> at what point you do are we decide? Very right. like to extend grace to someone as god extends grace to us means we can't do it when it's just easy when when 1 plus 1 equals 2 it means in moments of, like we had like when it's hardest to do it was when you should really strive to do it. And I oh, think well. based on the Joan, for Joan and Tony, I saw Tony not doing that because she wanted the relationship to be over. I saw her doing it because she was angry. And I'm not saying that makes it right, but how I would choose to deal with that, I think differs knowing that. I mean, you can be angry and come over and burn my Harry Potter collection. Trust me, that's going to hurt just as bad. Once again, but I you're can telling some, you for you're that. Telling your fr- you know how your friend is. So no, like, I'm just giving you a different get- example of, you know, something else that could hurt your friend. Like, but yeah, I mean, listen, they have the right to do that and show, get revenge however they want. And I have the right to choose to no longer be friends. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much all I have for, I think that's all I wanted to talk about. Now, I'm sure we're going to, oh. Now, if we're going to get into season two, but I know you said you had some things, so I'm going to let you give me some of your topics. <laughs> okay, so some of the things I wrote down was, I really liked Greg, okay? Apparently, love isn't enough. The question I wrote down was, why didn't Tony go to Clay first? You know, I remember asking myself that same question back then, and it still popped up now. That's the one you're not committed oh. to. He already knows about the other person. So why not go to right, him right, first right. to verify and justify, right? Like. Uh, anyway, the Joan and Maya episode over the wedding planning. Whose side are you on? There you go. That's Maya's. I think my Maya. Joan, I know her intentions were good, but I think she was just a little too pushy with it. And it, it wasn't her wedding or her renewal. Like, I feel like you have to be in, be considerate of what Maya wanted because it's her renewal. And also be aware of 
read the room be aware of your surroundings be aware of your friends like y'all are different joan you're bougie and you know that maya's not like that so i just i don't know she just shouldn't have forced her (sighs) ideals on maya but what did you think i hear you and i don't disagree what i did not agree with in terms of what maya and her mom were trying to convey is that joan is this bougie thinks she's better than thinks her environment like her environment is better than the one that she was stepping into like i didn't see joan coming from that place i more so looked at it as Joan trying to say that in these particular areas of life, I have, like, there's an ability to just put more resources into it so that we can think beyond what it is that we're currently used to, so that we can expand our our, our mind. Yeah, and yeah and she I was trying to control it. She was trying to control the direction from, she was trying to control the direction from which she wanted Maya to expand her mind, and that could be problematic. I could see where Joan was coming from in wanting to create the best wedding renewal vow for Maya and Darnell and not, and not wanting to, and I don't think she was being malice. I don't think there was looking down on Maya and her situation at Maya's life. I don't think any of those things were true. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I didn't think it was, you know, what her mom was, what Maya's mom was kind of making it out to be. I don't think that Joan was looking down on them, but I do think that, you know, she should have just read the room and and it could have just been handled differently. If these shows have taught me one thing, it's honesty saves everybody time. Like, it just reinforces that. Listen, and you could probably say that about every show you watch because something, like, okay, go ahead. (laughs) Yes, but I also recognize I'm looking at this show not from, okay, so there were, there were, there were things on like being Mary Jane where I'd be like, why would you do that? Why not do this? Because I was looking Mm. at it from the perspective, not necessarily of real life, but I'm looking at Girlfriends as a comedy, which means some of this has to go left. And so I'm not critiquing the going left. I'm just like, Huh. It just reinforces honesty saves everyone time. Okay, Yvonne, when she said the blue flu, that stood out to me, just given what's going on and whatever. But when the, Yvonne was talking about... The blue about, flu? Yes. When Yvonne was talking about she never misses work or she never misses something, something, unless she's in contract negotiation and then she has the blue flu. She was talking... Ah. There was that one thing. I wrote the... Which question, which one do you want more of in your life? Or which one do you want more of in your relationship? Love or money? Which is essentially Greg or Clay. Money. So you want more Greg. I wrote down Lynn. No, I want Clay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Clay. Clay. <laughs> I've had love. Oh, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> I wrote down Lynn and Maya were telling what was best at the moment. Yeah. So when I listened to Lynn and Maya, especially when they were talking about should Joan tell when Joan was conf- when Joan had told yeah. them about the whole thing with uh Tony Tony and Greg and they told her you don't need to say anything now I recognize I realize Maya and Lynn offer advice based on like what's happening right now how should you address this moving forward not the woulda coulda shouldas and if you could go back and change the hands of time right like which is what Joan was trying to do in that essential Joan wanted the advice of what she should have done and they were telling her this is what you need to do now because those are two different things I wrote down this whole therapy thing was interesting Tony made some points oh to go back to what you were saying in terms of their relationship and all of that. When Joan was going to therapy and then mm-hmm. she made her therapist believe that she had ended it with Tony only for her therapist to walk in at the restaurant and see Joan with Boomed Tony. her ass. <laughs> what? And Joan was forced, although not forced, but forced to tell Tony who he was and why she was going to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. And Tony pretty much went the fuck off. Yes. Like, and I... 
in that Tasha moment, is. for that, for what she was saying in that moment, I agreed with her. I believed her. Like, we can't work on our relationship if I'm not a part of the work. And so that means you have to inform me of your questions, comments, concerns, the good, the challenging, and the indifferent aspects of all of this. Otherwise, you're just talking to someone else and making decisions about us without me. And so I... I was on board with that. Okay. Oh, the question I wrote down is, where do you stand on the case with the athlete and them staying on? The athlete and them staying on. Oh, yeah. Where do you stand on that case? Oh, um, I think, and I'm saying this because she got away with it. I, I liked how Joan handled it, how she essentially kept her job and did what made her feel good at the same time. Porter Annalise. Porter Annalise. Yes. Come through, Joan. Pulling a how to get away with murder. So, yeah. So, I, yeah. I I think I would have stayed. I think I would have pulled an Annalise. That's what I'm going to call it. I I definitely would have did what Joan did. However, if I did not have the option to be able to give that that information like that, Hmm. oh, I don't know if I would have gotten off the case because they also made a good point in saying that if we get off this case it's going to make it seem like you know they're not going to give us cases in the future it's going to make it seem like they're the sensitive ones which is just again another thing that black people have to deal with when you work in corporate america it's always something like i can't i can't complain about this because then you're gonna think i'm too sensitive but if i keep doing it like my the people that look like me are gonna look at me differently you know like like they did joan like they dragged joan because she ain't buy him no pizza like william did but what did, would you have done <laughs> they did a good job of showing sort of the challenge or conflict between your personal beliefs and your professional approach to things mm-hmm. or your personal beliefs in professional settings there you go because William had some good points, too. And, he, and, and of course, you, you talked about William earlier. Like, the key key in that was when he essentially said at first, that, you know, you almost had me think it was my morals. But now that those are tucked away, let's go get this. Right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. William. So, I was, uh, and I was okay with them staying on the case, too. My last two things. I said the church scene. And. <sighs> I mean, that's a whole other discussion. Actually, I didn't write this part there. I wrote down, it's hard for them to respect Joan's needs in the Tony Joan debacle. Everyone is operating on their timing and someone else's situation. That, to me, is sort of disrespectful to how Joan is choosing to deal with this in this time, right? It doesn't take into mm-hmm. account her thoughts, wants, and needs. And I have done it, uh, even with my own personal situations in life, where I think that someone or something should be over by now, not giving, taking into account that someone else doesn't think, that, like the other person or the other people on the other Ooh. side of that don't. And so while mm-hmm. I may think a week is okay, they may need a month. If I'm not willing to wait a month, then tough cookie because continuing to push an egg on something that someone is not ready for I think only does a disservice to that person's healing and also to the relationship that you all have with that person I think one you can't stop her from going to church like Maya was right like this is not St. Jones this is the Lord's house everyone should come there but Tony intentionally moving over it was almost like every time Tony was going through something (laughs) everyone felt like because Tony was going through something Joan needed to come around like, right. let's forget all the things that Joan was going through, feeling and expressing. No, Tony's going through something. And that, and at a certain point, I thought Tony was, I thought that Joan was respectful in saying, I'm good. Right? Yeah. Like, she didn't try to down her. She was just like, I'm good and moving on. So anyway, I brought that question up because when Donnie McClurkin sang and then preached a sermon real quick. 
Oh, man. It was and great. Tony was crying. <laughs> One, I felt that. When Tony was crying, I felt that in this comedy. I felt Tony like she was believable. And when I was yeah. looking at Joan, that's what intrigued me more because our timing is not God's timing, right? And so that that's one thing. And then two, I couldn't tell. What I was trying to explore was Tony, was Joan, was that the moment where she actually believed that Tony had hit rock bottom and was genuinely sorry? And everybody was trying to do their own thing and it took God showing up and moving in the air. It took God in the moving. <sighs> Won't he do it? Yes, he will. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Okay, and then the last thing I wrote down is when Joan was listing why she can't move to New York City, oh, she listed therapy as one of the reasons. I thought that was so interesting, right? Like, it wasn't just her job. It wasn't just her house. It wasn't just her friends. It was like, no, therapy. Listen, your therapist is your friend. I mean, not for real. Not not in (laughs) real life, but your therapist. (laughs) That is something that when you find a good one, you ain't trying to leave to let them go. The fuck? No. I was going to say they're not your friend because you're paying them. But you know what? As I mean, yeah. as as Listen. Lynn pointed out, a part of Joan and Lynn's relationship is because Joan taking care of Lynn. And so there's yeah, something to be said for those like types of relationships college, right? too, right? Like from the financial yeah, aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I do think that Lynn feeds Joan emotionally in a way that she couldn't get that type of support some, anywhere else. And right. that, and that sometimes to me is it. is neglected or not thought of in these disagreements. We all people tend to in arguments with their friends or their spouses always go to the money, always go to how I've taken care of you financially. And and in those moments, it seems like they forget that you're really the emotional wreck, and I'm the one that helps to keep you stable more times mm. than you keep me stable. And that has just mm. as much value, if not more, as money. Yes, um, say so. So I don't know. Uh, okay, brother Jones preaching oh so i do want to go back to a scene um because you brought it up well you brought up the church scene and whatnot i wanted to go back to because you mentioned something about how joan still like held her like to what she was saying like i'm good you know she was pretty much moving on i want to rewind back to the halloween night where tony walked in on greg one do you think that do you think that greg was not right for doing that. Is that something that you could ever see yourself doing? Let me, yeah, I guess that's the, the best way to put it. Because for me, I was, even though I remember that it happened, I was a little bit like, really, dude? Really? Like, this is what you're doing? Like, this, you, you that hurt. But whatever. I mean, you can't, like you just said earlier, you can't tell somebody how they, how they choose, you can't choose how they choose to get back or whatever, all that stuff. Um, so one, yes. That's one. And one A is, was Joan wrong for turning Tony away after that had happened? No, she was not wrong for turning her away. And for every reason I said earlier, you don't get to, your timing is not Joan's timing. Right. That just is what it is. Okay. The whole Greg thing, intentionally setting her up, getting back with her to set her up. I mean, yo, you ain't got, like. Like that's, <laughs> this is what you have time to do, right? Have you sold any paintings lately? I mean, he had have been. you sold any? I think he was in a different financial space, which meant he was in a different mental space. I think that is what felt made him feel emboldened or pow- empowered to pull those stunts. Play the shows, shit out of time, right? <laughs> right? yes. Like, and uh, I think it was you fucked know. up, effed up, but I don't know. I mean, go hard or go home. In some ways, like how many times have we done something? I guess. I guess. I would say then, Aaron, or I would ask myself, Aaron, have you ever done something big or small that you knew was going like to someone else intentionally? And if I've answered mm. yes, then 
I'm not faulting him for doing something, for doing what he did. Right. Grand or not, right? Big or small. You sin by thought, word, or deed. No one sin is greater than the other, right? So he's not judging you because you stole versus someone who killed and saying one is, you know, more heinous. The sin is the sin. Um, hmm. I tell you what, he had the right one because if he, sir, <laughs> you ain't leaving this house walking. In my That's house? what's not going to happen. In my house? With brandy? On my expensive rugs? <laughs> with a brandy? Happy Halloween, Brandy. Why you got to play them roles? Why? Like, you are just so good at them roles. I just can't. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> you your sister. <sighs> Brandy. Okay. She was funny. She was funny for her little oh, cameo. Yeah, man. She, she was, was funny. She was Brandy. She was funny. I was so hyped when I realized it was her. I was like, let me tell Aaron. Greg had lost some weight by, from the first season to then. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, he was, little, he was a little big. Yeah, okay, let me just say. They're the, the clothes. Uh, oh, yeah. I only this think. This is 2000. <laughs> but I will say that some of, I think, out of the four, I'll just stick with the four. I think Lynn, maybe one, and Joan, maybe two, in terms of whose outfits could translate, or most of their outfits could translate to, like, still being worn today hmm. and not being looked at as a 2000 outfit. But the guys, I just hate every the pants that any of these dudes wear on this show bother oh, me. Oh, yeah. I just want you to know. And that's what made me think of Greg losing weight because when he walked out that door with no shirt on, he was smaller than he was than the last time. But his pants were so gigantic. So yes. Sean's so too. The only persons who look like they yep. fit, and that's because he's slightly like they bigger, is William. <laughs> William. Mm-hmm. Everyone else looks like See? God dang. See, William, you just perfect, William. No. <laughs> I love William. We have more history behind us, more experience behind us that we're able to look at those things and go, huh, mm-hmm. I see why they did that. Because you know why you did what you did. Or why did they do that? Because you wouldn't have done that. Or right. that's how it ends. Oh, that happened to me. And it definitely is a wrap now, right? Like we had just have a lot more experience behind us to be able to look at this show in a different way than than no diss, but in how we talked about Moesha. Yes, and I feel like there is loads more for us to talk about, especially, we didn't even talk about it, but I was kind of thinking maybe we would save it for another mini so as we get further along into Girlfriends. But, you know, we just recently started Maya and her having this guy friend stand. But I didn't know, you know, I was thinking we can we can save it. Mm-hmm. Um, or, maybe, or maybe I might talk about it on next week's episode of what we're watching in that category. Because I cannot remember exactly how it played out or why why he turned into a stalker. Um, but I remember him turning into a stalker. So I'm, I'm ready to see all that. And I'm on episode 13. So it's coming up for me, I believe. Ah, I'm right behind oh, you. Episode my, uh, 11. Okay, before you can, the last thing I'll say, there was a quick thing. I thought that, that whole, uh, when Joan was dating the movie star, I think, or whatever, that whole thing. Um, Joan was in that movie star she saw in the restaurant who was ghosting her everywhere, who gave mm-hmm. her the pager number at first, whatever. Anyway, there was this thing where they uh, where they showed MTV News. I wrote down that cut to the MTV News, how they used to, how MTV News would pop up like 10 minutes before the hour. Kurt Loader. Yes, that was such a blast from the past to see that. I was like, oh my God, that's, anyway. 
just took me back. Kurt Loader. Yes. Uh, that's also, I mean, I'm not going to talk about it now either, but that's also something that I probably will talk about if we discuss girlfriends again is Joan. I would like, you know, we need to do a mini soda and just break down these characters. That's like what that, it is. that's what we need to focus <laughs> on the characters. Cause I have a lot to say about Joan. I have a lot to say about Lynn and Tony. Maya, I'm I'm okay with right now, but as I'm sure I can still have some things to say about her. But yeah. Oh, I did have a question because you asked me. All right, I'm gonna shut up. I promise, people. You asked me um, which character that I liked the most, or something like that. I think that's what it was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which character do you identify the most with? I'm gonna say none right now. I'm not claiming any of them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. But really, I'm not claiming any of them right now. But I, I, like I said, I keep being told that I'm Maya, but so I don't know. That. I haven't really. I need to know. I need to hear somebody explain that why, because I don't know why I take offense to hearing that. But <laughs> there's, nothing there's nothing and wrong I, with Maya. There's nothing wrong with Maya. Right. But when I hear you say somebody says that, I don't know why that slightly makes me feel offended. So I need them to explain that in a way that make it make sense. <laughs> I think it's because Maya is like the pro-black and, you know, out, outspoken type of character. Which I mean, I don't know if that if that yes. makes me Maya. But you are not that, like, Dada <laughs> before oh, Dada was not. Dada. That's what Maya <laughs> is. No, I'm definitely not that. It's more like I think I when I'm called what... Maya, it's more about the I don't know. I don't know. I see how the I can see why you say no because in some ways you could pull a little bit from each person to say like, all right, this is this is more it. I did see these first couple of episodes in season one, and I already knew I identified with Joan. Minus the minus the wanting to be in a relationship and married, that whole thing, that part, mm. no, okay? But everything else, I, <laughs> I don't know why I identified with Joan. Like, I get it. Oh, I, I get where why. you're coming from. I see it. That's sad. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no. I wouldn't we give you Maya. I tell you, we're going to have to have a breakdown. We're going to have to have a breakdown of all the characters. I'd give you more um, Tony than, than than Maya, to be honest. Because Tony, Fresno, Ashley, Roanoke. Okay, uh, I, I, I see that. Okay. Tony, professional, in a professional job. Quote, you know, let me not use those words. Tony is in a career. You are in a career where you have to interact with people. Anyway, I just see more Tony. Because Tony has some moments. Now, Tony was about it. Like, Tony was ready to fight at the club and still get up and be fabulous and free, right? Like, and still go home to her 600 thread count and get in her bed and, like, live her life, right? Like, what else can I do but be? No, I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) I get more of that. Maya is more (laughs) da-da. Oh... And I'm certainly not that. I am not. You are not that. Dada at all. <laughs> not Dada. in the slightest. Tony's Dada comes out at the kitchen table when she's around her Joan Lennon, like when it's just them. There, yes. That's yes. about it. And even then she still lets you know. I may be broke. Right. She's, I she have... said I may be broke, but I'm still first class, you know, fabulous. Like don't. Right. Anyway, it's just all. I didn't get it. She is. You know, uh, I was about to say, hey, real quick, I'm just going to say <laughs> the only difference is I did not like the way she did Maya. I would definitely not put nobody down the way that she did Maya. Unprovoked. Man, like Maya did first, nothing. I mean, you remember in the, in the first couple of, yeah, 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 first few episodes where, you know, she called Maya, I think she called her ghetto or hood rat and called her a liar because she oh, said she yeah. couldn't get into this club. You know, I wouldn't treat nobody like that. Like, that. see? Who the fuck is Bosco? Being Who is Bosco to be talking about baggage handling? Yo, don't be talking about Darnell and his job. Darnell said, at least I got a job and I, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Look. Okay, guys. Well, we're 
Because we could go all day. I really think, you know what, we might have to stay on girlfriends for a while. Like, we just, there are some oh, things yeah. to talk about. At least until we talk. Like, we didn't even get to Stan. We didn't even get Stan, to Stan. We didn't, we didn't talk to, about these characters. We didn't really get to Yvonne. Oh, and I like Yvonne. I think William definitely is problematic when it comes to Yvonne in a number of ways. But yeah, it's still funny to me. Like, I'm not judging him like I would judge it if this was a dramedy. This is a comedy, and so I don't. I just hold right, him to right, a different right. stand. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, I'm going to say this, and then I really am ending the show. <laughs> um, will, there are times where William and, I mean, William and Yvonne is me and Robin, because it's like the perfect bat. like, William is this, like, cool, calm, collective, pretty, like, not cool, well, yeah, cool, calm, collective dude, you know, he may be a little corny or whatever, but, you know, he, he has his shit together, for the most part, like, William is a good dude, he's, you know, he, whatever. And then Yvonne is this, like, complete opposite. She ready to pop off at the drop of a dime. Like, it don't take much. You know, she she big willy crazy, you know, type of thing. I don't know. It just kind of reminds me of sometimes me and Robin's relationship dynamics. And don't sometimes when I watch them. Don't be calling my sister-in-law corny, but go ahead. I mean, no, Robin is not for sister. Oh, you saying that on air. Okay. You One. Know, you know what. You, you, hmm. Oh, I, exactly. That's why I said, oh, you saying that up here? I hope One, they hear it. Two. No, Robin, Robin's not corny. Robin has corny moments, but I always think they're cute. I love them. But, um, oh, that's why you like yeah, them. sometimes when I, that's why I like William. Like, I like that. I like that, that personality, that put togetherness of that type, whatever. Um, but anyway, sometimes when I see Yvonne go off on William, I'd be like, Lord, poor Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so bad for my Do you? Yeah. We're going to have to so break that I down mean, more. Because I, I was, yeah. I, I, maybe you're just talking about them as a couple. Because I would go, William deserves some of that shit that Yvonne does to her. William oh, yeah, is yeah, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, not, it's a comedy, but, you know, sexist and my way or the highway. Like, William, we didn't yeah. even talk about how William I mean, proposed well, to her just so that she would quit. Just so that he wouldn't lose her. Like, yo, was that not problematic? You don't re- you don't really want Yvonne. You just don't want to lose Yvonne. And that is, anyway, that's a topic with like itself. That. It is. So, I mean, yes. been there. I'm, yo, you're right. Those are topics. We're going Topics. This next Ooh, full episode about to be our girlfriend okay. dedicated. We about to put it It might have to be. All. That's good. That's good. Because that shit got okay. under my skin. Anyway, all right. All right, y'all. So y'all got a week to catch up to where we at. And by the time y'all hear this, I'm going to probably be in season three. (laughs) And the time that we're ready for a new episode, we might be in season four. So we hope that y'all are caught up with us when we come back for our episode next week. Did you finish Moesha already? No, I'm still on season five. I'm still on season five and I just can't, I can't go further right now. But guys, listeners, if you're watching, let us know. Tell us what you think about Girlfriends. Is it holding up for you? Who's your favorite character? Who you identifying with right now? Let us know. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective, no E at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that you all give us and show us every week. And one reason is because you all tell five people and you tell them to tell five people who then listen and they end up telling five people who tell five people. So thank you. Yes, guys. Thank you so much. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. Hey, Bye. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.